United States submarine base at Key West, Florida. A dispatch that quoted President Truman's press secretary, Charles Cross, as saying that President Truman has no knowledge of any secret project by this government that would give substance to the existence of such objects. Ross also said that both the Air Force and the Navy deny that such objects This one's gotten away from me. Oh man, you went down a slope? I, it's not, I mean, it's not really a slope. More of like a full like swan dive into believing. Completely. It gets you, right? It's, Get got. You know, it's been a minute since a conspiracy came around and gave me evidence. Which I think is bullshit because I bring you evidence every week. I mean. Go off. <laughs> but you know, like supported by, um, you know, former MI6 agents rather than like a single dad from Nebraska making his own website. That's like what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, nice. I'll say I do my intro, and I'm Chelsea, the hundred yard stare of a corgi who has seen some shit. Yeah. Like the Queen's Corgis? Yeah. yeah. Those were the best part of The Crown, which you made me binge watch season four, and I gave it my best shot. Yeah. The only enjoyable part for me. Was when I would see a blurry little tan sploot off yonder in the background. I'll be real with you, because like we wanted to start from the beginning of the crown. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's rough and dry, and I couldn't get through it. Um, oh man, it's like Ben Shapiro's wife's dusty vagina. Truly Just is too much. <laughs> Not a drip of interesting content around. Thanks for that cough. Yeah, Apollo. Europe. Like, Britain gets so much rain because it has to make up for all the dryness that's in that shitty, shitty royal family. It's true. That's actually a fact. You know, that's why the Brits don't believe in climate change. Yeah. They're just like, oh, it's the Queen's dusty can. <laughs> or whatever they say. <laughs> I hope you've gotten your um, British accent warmed you up. fucking know I haven't. I'm ready to get all Heidi Montag <laughs> on this shit. Uh, you know I have not. Uh, I can't do accents to save my life, but mm-hmm. um, I feel like I might have us do it after the recount of the night of the accident. Because how this is going to go down is that I'm going to recount the accident fully fact-based, right? Mm-hmm. Everything that happened. And then you're going to tell us why someone would even look at a car accident and say this was a planned murder for hire. Yes. And then we're going to get into the conspiracies that are attached to it, like the main ones, Mm because there are over 175, as you'll find out. But these are the main ones that have the most backing behind them. So I think I might have us do the reading um, after the recounting, because it's kind of like sad, you know, talking about how she died. It's kind right. of a bummer. So I think a good way to lighten that up is for us to read um, <laughs> the tape. I, oh, so, man. Um, yeah, let's let's get it to it. Um, so. These are the facts. Oh, by the way, we're covering the death. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of Jesus Christ. We're covering the death of Princess Diana of Wales and the conspiracies that follow um starting off now 
is the facts of the accident and shortly after. These are all, this is all for reals. Not a conspiracy. Not a conspiracy. Unless. I is. mean, unless. <laughs> the deputy head of security at the Hotel Ritz Paris, his name was Paul. He had been off duty that evening, but was called back to drive Diana and Dodi Fayed to their apartment. He had earlier pro- provoked paparazzi waiting for Diana and Fayed outside the hotel. This is a note to have for a conspiracy later. Mm-hmm. Paul lost control of the vehicle at the entrance to the Pont de... I, you know, oh, yeah. Friends. Welcome to my world, man. I hate it here. The, Al- the Pont des Enfants. La Mans Tunnel? <laughs> la la, la la la. The car... <laughs> The car struck the right-hand wall and then swerved to the left of the two-lane carriageway before it collided head-on with the 13th pillar that supported the roof. Bitch. What? The 13th pillar? We're going to have to get into that. Oh, God. I haven't even... I didn't even... The car was traveling at an estimated speed of 105 kilometers per hour, which is 65 miles an hour, which is twice the tunnel's like legal speed of 50 kilometers per hour or 31 miles per hour. But still, I mean, 65 miles an hour is a freeway speed. That's barely freeway speed. Yeah, it is literally barely freeway speed. But they're saying that, like, the speed of this tunnel, because it's a congested area, is more of, like, um, city speed. You know? 30 to 40 tops. But still. Okay, so because of how congested it tends to be, it's traffic going through there is normally a lot slower. Yeah. Okay. It then spun and hit the stone wall of the tunnel backwards, finally coming to a stop. The impact caused substantial damage, particularly to the front half of the vehicle, as there were no guardrail between the pillars to prevent this. Witnesses arriving shortly after the accident reported smoke. Witnesses also reported that photographers on motorcycles swarmed the Mercedes sedan before it entered the tunnel. In 1999, a French investigation found that Paul, who lost control of the vehicle, had three times the legal limit of alcohol in his body, along with traces of antidepressants, antipsychotics, and which is still unknown as to how or why, a significant amount of carbon monoxide, 30% to be exact, which is equivalent to someone who is trying to unalive themselves in their garage with their car running. Hmm. I know. The judge ruled this as the sole reason of the crash. I wanted to add here because this is also fact and plays into this. There's security footage from the Ritz of Paul at that hotel, like with Diana. And in no way does he seem over the limit. And he's definitely not in a garage trying to unalive himself. Definitely not. Um, You know, if you're fucked up on alcohol and pills, it's kind of visible. Even if you're like a professional at doing it, you still seem a little off. There are times need bends down to grab things tie his shoe and he just spries back up there's no yeah you know and he's like in their face talking to them closely um and diana was known to be kind of like a stickler for uh like safety yeah she's a mom you know so she there's no way that a man breathing 
on her face smelling of booze would have gotten away with getting driving her, you know, fucked Especially because Diana knew how to fucking drive. She had been photographed multiple times in her life driving her own vehicles. It mm-hmm. wasn't one of those things where she just didn't fucking know how. Yeah. Like she could have got herself out of there and she was the type of person who would have absolutely gotten herself out of there. Yeah, she could have driven herself and also um, her and her partner had their own security detail with them. He was totally like he didn't have a lick to drink. He could have driven as well. So yeah, what the point of this is that there were no signs on video and to the couple that, you know, this person was intoxicated. In 2008, the jury at a British inquest returned a verdict of unlawful killing through gross negligent driving by Paul and the paparazzi who followed his vehicle. With the four occupants still in the now wrecked car, the photographers who had been driving slower and were some distance between the Mercedes reached the scene. The photographers were on motorcycles, some rushed to help tried to open the doors and help the victims while some of them took pictures. Airbags were deployed. Police arrived on the scene around 10 minutes after the crash and an ambulance was on site five minutes after the police, according to witnesses. Diana, who had been sitting in the right rear passenger seat, was still conscious. Diana was reported to murmur repeatedly, oh my God. And after photographers and others helped and were pushed away by police, she was heard saying, leave me alone. The first person to touch Diana was off-duty physician Frederick Malayez. Yep, <laughs> Who knows? Exactly it. Who happened upon the scene. He reported that Diana had no visible injuries, but was in shock. Diana was removed from the car at 1 a.m. She then went into cardiac arrest and following external cardiopulmonary resuscitation. Oh, God, I nailed it. Her heart started beating again. Diana was moved to the SAMU ambulance at 1.18 a.m., left the scene at 1.41 a.m., passing two hospitals on her route, and for undisclosed reasons, was halted at the hospital gate for roughly 15 to 20 minutes after arriving to the very French name hospital at 2.06 a.m. The emergency procedures in Paris say to admit as much medical attention as possible on the site and then transport which is different from kind of everywhere fucking else. Mm -hmm. Um, Diana did not get to hospital care for almost three hours. Her heart had been displaced to the right side of the chest, which tore the pulmonary vein and the precarity. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Her partner, Dodi Fayed, and the driver of the Mercedes Benz, Henry, I'm just going to say it's probably pronounced different than that. Paul. Henri. Henri. Um, were pronounced dead on the scene. Sorry, I said that kind of like too happy. <laughs> were pronounced dead at the scene. Their bodyguard, Trevor Reese Jones, survived with serious injuries. It should be noted that Diana's body was partially embalmed before an autopsy, autopsy could take place, also preventing a proper pregnancy test from being ins- administered. Uh, a note here. There is a strong conspiracy that her medical care was deliberately sabotaged by delaying her arrival for proper treatment. Medical professionals have commented that if she instead had been taken to the nearest hospital and treated rather than at the crash site, she would have had a more likely chance of survival. Blend this with her body immediately being partially involved to prevent proper testing during the autopsy. It seems fairly reasonable to think that. Um, in 2003, Diana's butler... 
Paul Burel published a note that he claimed had been written by Diana in which there were allegations that her former husband was quote, planning an accident in her car, brake failure and some serious head injury so that he could marry again. A special Metropolitan Police Inquiry Team was established in 2004, Operation Paget, headed by Commissioner John Stevens to investigate the various conspiracy theories which led up to the British inquest. The investigation looked at 175 conspiracy claims that had been made by Fayed and others in high power or who were close to Diana. Fayed, to this day, believes his son was murdered with Diana. So, those are the facts. Hashtag facts. Hashtag facts. And now, before we get into the reasons why anyone would want to um, murder the people's princess, mm-hmm. um, I want to say here, and feel free to interject at any, at any time. All right. The reason why people, people called her the people's princess was that she was like the first to break the mold of the monarchy. They were seen as like cold and kind of these like puppets. Cause if anyone knows anything about the monarchy in current day, that's all they are is yeah. kind of like for show. Um, and Diana was not that she was one of the first celebrities ever photographed shaking the hand of an AIDS patient. Yeah. It um, wasn't she, like she didn't even like the bar was so fucking low that she did the bare minimum of being a compassionate human being. Like, touching someone with AIDS. Yeah. And people were like, oh, she's like a saint. Yeah, literally. It's, and that was just, she wasn't doing it for publicity. She was just being herself. Mm-hmm. She took her glo- glove off and touched them. And that blew people's fucking minds. Mm-hmm. And then she turned around and did, like, a press conference and said, you don't fear people with AIDS. Yeah. Don't be afraid to touch them. If anything, they're the one who needs a hug most of all, out of all of us. Um, And she would travel the world going to, like, these war-torn countries or countries that just don't have, like, the best medical care. And she would fundraise and bring, like, resources and just, like, be with these people. Right. Um, And showing that type of compassion... And genuine personality was just, like, not a fucking thing. And it quickly turned her into a celebrity. And the family, the royal family, fucking hated that. Yeah, and she wasn't, even on other stuff, like, she wanted her kids to be with her when they would go on these press tours. And they would be like, no, you leave the kid for six weeks while you go on this tour. She's like, yeah, but, like, He's like a month old. He needs to be with his mother. And like she would insist on it. And then Charles was just so fucking awful to her. Mm-hmm. Would say things like, like, Diana, like you're, yeah. you're just, you're being selfish. Yeah. It's like selfish for what? You want to bring your fucking kid? Yeah. And they'd always say things like, well, you married into this role knowing that it meant that you were a public servant. And her counter argument was always like pretty succinct. Like the best thing I can do is raise England's future king. To be a good person. Mm-hmm. Like, and she was like, and the only person who can do that on yeah. earth is me, his mother. And they would always like get on her case about mm-hmm. it. And, you know, and Charles was cheating on her from the jump. From the jump. Like, it's, it's so disgusting because obviously Charles is an ugly piece of shit on the bottom of my shoe. But like, it 
hurts even more to know that this woman was a fucking saint and a gift and everything that that country needed and everything the world needed. She wasn't just like England's princess. She was the world's princess. Like Diana's funeral was the most viewed event to this day, like on TV in history, Mm -hmm. like the, the world mourned for her um, because she was the first royalty quote unquote, to be a compassionate human and to know that like Charles was cheating on her and just saying the most absurdly horrific things to her Mm -hmm. throughout their entire marriage. And she just met that with grace. It's just like, and she also wasn't fucking scared of him. People would be like, how's the marriage? And she's like, never thought there'd be three in my marriage. Yeah. And that was it. And he (laughs) had like, it was like, she was a fucking boss about it. And there's like footage of her doing like a foot race at Harry's school, like a mother son foot race. And it pissed the crown off. Cause they're like, you are out here running and we can see your stockings. And yeah, like get the fuck over it. And, yeah. this, it was, and it's not like, oh, this was the twenties. It's like, we were born in the era of Diana. Yeah. Like, we very much were. Yeah. Like Diana was the nineties. Yeah, I remember her dying. Absolutely. As do I, I like, remember very barely. Cause I was quite young still, but I remember it. I remember it because I remember, um, I was at my aunt's in New York and I remember her like coming into the kitchen nook sobbing mm-hmm. and my, she was like, she's dead. My what? mom told me and she would say that Charles is a fucking weenie. So she would, she would say weenie to like substitute it for another bad word, but then she would put fucking in front of it. Mm-hmm. And I always really appreciated that. Yeah. She's like that man's a fucking weenie. And I'd be <laughs> like, why mama? She'd be like, he just, he killed her. Like, he killed her. Like, yeah. this is probably where the conspiracy mind comes. Because I remember watching, on, like, hearing the news and my mom, like, coming up with crazy conspiracies. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, she thought Elizabeth uh, Smart, uh, the girl who got kidnapped from Utah. Mm-hmm. She was, like, really interesting that she got kidnapped for and went away for nine months. I bet her father was involved with some sort of weird pregnancy shit. And I was like, mom, that's terrible. But yeah. fuck. Yeah. But here we are. Here we are. And I'm not saying that happened, but my mom was I very mean, conspiracy minded. And we're not saying it didn't happen. Though. And we're not saying it didn't happen. We could do an episode on it. It's actually a really popular belief. Yeah, it is. Because her dad was fucking notoriously real. a pervert. Yeah. So, um, allegedly, the allegedly, lawyers say. Yeah. Allegedly not. Um, so anyway, yeah, like Diana was a fucking saint. And that's like this special investigation into these conspiracies came out years after her death because people could not accept it Mm -hmm. and rightfully so. Um, And one thing that the Royal family has done since Diana's entrance, honestly, and subsequent unfortunate death and the mess that followed after they have done everything they can to restore the image of Charles. It's not fucking happening. And it won't. I, they have done everything to work with like PR campaigns and firms to make him seem more likable. Um, like to this day. Yeah. They gave an interview about season four of the crown, hit, like a representative of him and Camilla. And they were like, Oh, they just thought that their image was finally being turned around. And we've had to like dis like disable comments on their social media because people are calling him out. Yeah. It's like, oh, calling you out for the shit you did? Yeah. You son of a bitch. Yeah. The shit you genuinely did. 
Um, so with that, I wanted to give us all the gift and the um, never-ending middle finger to Charles and Camilla by oh, time? reciting <laughs> a tape, a taped conversation between them while they were both still married to their um, former spouses. Charles was still married to Diana and um, Camilla was still married to Brideer Bowles, whatever the fuck his name is. Brigadier? So Prince Charles and Camilla had this telephone conversation in 1989 when they were both still married. Um, the conversation was recorded by a radio enthusiast using a high-tech scanning device. Yeah, doing the Lord's work. Right. The tape was released in December of 1992, just a month after Prince Charles and Princess Diana announced that they were going to separate. Um... Here we go. Oh, yeah. Published by People on January 17th, 1993, under the headline, Charles and Camilla, the tape. <laughs> the tape. Here is the transcript in full. It begins with them talking about someone else whose identity is unclear. So who do you want to be, Prince Charles or Camilla? I'll be Charles. <laughs> okay. That's my drunken nickname anyway, so I feel like I got to oh, yeah, go. do it. All right. He was a bit anxious, actually. What, hey? <laughs> He thought you might have gone too far. Oh, well. <laughs> anyway, you know, that's the sort of thing one has to be aware of and sort of feel one's way along with, if you know what I mean. You're awfully good at feeling your way along. I don't know where that is. <laughs> oh, stop. I want to feel my way along you, all over you, up and down you, and in and out. <laughs> Particularly in and out. Oh, that's just what I need at the moment. Is it? Oh man. Okay, hold on. I gotta get back into character. <laughs> I know it would revive me. I can't bear a Sunday night without you. <laughs> oh, God. It's like that program, start the week. I can't start the week without you. I'll fill up your tank. Yes, you do. Then you can cope. Then I'm all right. <laughs> What about me? The trouble is, I need you several times a week. <laughs> Going Australian. <laughs> 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 just live inside your trousers or something it would be much easier <laughs> <Just laughing. laughs> what are you going to turn into a pair of knickers <laughs> <laughs> oh you're going to come back as a pair of knickers oh god forbid a tampax just my luck <laughs> <laughs> 
You're a complete idiot. Heh. Oh, what a wonderful idea. My luck to be chucked down a lavatory and go on and on forever swirling round the top. Never going down. <laughs> oh, darling. Until the next one comes through. Or perhaps you can just come back as a box. <laughs> or what sort of box? A box of ten packs so you can just keep going. That's true. <laughs> Repeating yourself. <laughs> oh, darling. Oh, I just want you to know. <laughs> do you? <laughs> <laughs> so do I. I love you. I love you too. I don't want to say goodbye. Well done for doing that. Your clever old thing and awfully good brain locking in there, isn't it? Oh, darling, I think you ought to give the brain a rest now. Night, night. Night, darling. God bless. I do love you and I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Don't be so silly. I've never achieved anything. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Your great achievement is to love me. Oh, darling, easier than falling off a chair. You suffer all these indignities and tortures and... Calamities? Is it supposed to be calamities? It's misspelled. Well, that's not my fault. Oh. And calamities! <laughs> Oh, darling, don't be so silly. I suffer anything for you that's love. <laughs> it's the strength of love. Night, night. Night, darling. Sounds as though you're dragging an enormous piece of string behind you. Are we with, still talking about tampons? Yeah, a piece of string out of her snatch, her <laughs> dirty, dry, dusty <laughs> snatch. Enormous piece of string behind you with hundreds of tin pots and cans attached to it. I think it must be a telephone. Night-night before the battery goes. <laughs> that was a blow. Night. <laughs> Love you. Don't want to say goodbye. Neither do I, but you must get some <laughs> sleep. Bye. Bye, darling. Love you. Bye. Hopefully talk to you in the morning. Uh, please. Bye, I do love you. Night. 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 I love you forever. Night. Good boy. Good night, my darling. Night. Night, night. Night. Bye-bye. Going. Bye. Going. Gone. Night. No. Bye, press the button. Going to press the lid. The tit. <laughs> All right, darling. I wish you were pressing mine. God, I wish I was harder and harder. Oh, darling. Night. Night. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Press the tit. Adore you. Night. 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 Good night, me darling. Love you. They finally fucking hang up. That was like three pages and of them finally, not hanging Prince up. Charles hangs up the phone. Um, anyway, great work there. Thank you. I believe really, that was really within my range. My eyes are really <laughs> my eyes are like totally I watering. I dried for like half of that. My, anyway. The inside of my mask is so grossly what, wet I now. I spit so <laughs> yes. much. I had, to get into the character of Camilla, you had to just 
spit <laughs> just yelling night and then blowing kisses i'm just slobber city oh man Woo. anyway that was fucking you, unbearable unbearable you unbearable pieces of shit <laughs> oh god he was sitting in the fucking toilet talking to her on the fucking phone saying that shit how he wants to be a fucking tampon in her uh. pussy meanwhile beautiful gift of the world diana is just in the other room like i want to fucking die right so. oh my god Ugh. Ah, fuck you, Camilla. Fuck you, Charles. Forever, man. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Pieces of shit. Yeah, your your curse is that everyone fucking hates you. Yeah. Um. Okay. So ah, now that we got that out, I know I gotta gotta get a drink. Jesus. Get some dry air out of my mess. I know it. Should I like put that on a reel? Do we ever want to do like commercials or acting? Oh my god, voice work. I mean, that's it. Someone, someone please hit us up because we're so talented and the talent is just. It's it, selfish to keep it to ourselves. Yeah. yeah. At this point, it's selfish to keep that type of talent bottled up. So um, if any like uh, Diana biopic out there needs to cast Charles and Camilla. Oh, my God. We would do so good. <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay. So before we get into the conspiracies, Chelsea is going to tell us why the fuck would anyone want to kill the beautiful Princess of Wales? These are also fairly conspiracy heavy. I mean. So, why would the royal family want Diana dead, you ask? Well, at first, the paparazzi were blamed for causing the crash. And then later on, as Noel said, there was an inquiry. And then they ultimately blamed the accident on the driver, Henry Paul. Mm-hmm. So, there's a lot of speculation surrounding this incident. Um, specifically because Diana apparently only had a superficial injury to her leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, the quote-unquote heart damage, would, which would result in internal bleeding and cause a heart attack, is a fine theory, too. However, an injury like that um, would not fall in line with the evidence. And here's why. Diana was witnessed sitting up and even speaking after the incident, as mm-hmm. we stated, which 100% rules out the heart issue because if her heart was moved her blood pressure would have been so low that she either would have passed out, was absolutely too injured to sit up, or too discombobulated to interact with the people around her. Mm-hmm. So Dodi's father, Mohammed Fayed, believes that the family killed Princess Diana and his son for a nefarious reason, and that was because she was pregnant at the time with Dodi's baby. The reason why they sabotaged her body was so that a pregnancy test couldn't be done. They sabotaged it by preserving it. Exactly. Um, and the royal family has always been about keeping up appearances, and their former queen-to-be getting pregnant by an Egyptian Muslim would have caused massive issues in the press. Oh, yeah, and think about not just, like, the former queen-to-be, the current mother of the yeah. next in line, the yeah. princes. The prince's stepfather would have been an Egyptian Muslim? Not, no, a, yeah, absolutely 100% unacceptable. Could not have that. Yeah, like, stepdad, no. Stepbrother, no. So... A lot of people wanted to dismiss these claims, but that Operation Paget that we mentioned earlier absolutely 100% happened, and they poured millions of pounds into the investigation, but it ultimately came up short. Mm-hmm. So Diana dating a Muslim man and being pro-Palestine was also very problematic as a platform for the royal family because they were very pro-Israel. Mm-hmm. And backing up this claim was a testimony of an ex-M15, or MI5, M15, yeah, MI5. MI5 gent who stated that Diana, quote, was about to go into campaigning on behalf of Palestinians. Now, you can imagine someone in Princess Diana's profile doing that. They would not have tolerated. They would not have tolerated it. They would not have dealt with that. So I think that's why she was taking, taken out. 
And before you consider that the royal family would never do something like this, consider this story. Diana had had an affair of her own with a bodyguard named Barry Manneke. When the royal family found out, they sent him away and he was shortly killed in a traffic accident. According to reports, Manneke was driving on his motorcycle when a mystery car forced a teen motorist, Nicola Chop, out of her lane and into Manneke's, causing him to be flung from his bike and die. The mystery car was never seen again. Someone did come forward, like, decades later and was like, oh yeah, it was me, it didn't happen that way, I stayed there the whole time. Absolutely not true. Mm -hmm. Diana herself in interviews stated that she wanted to go off and live with him, but, quote, was found out and he was chucked out for, of royal protection. Then he was killed. I think he was bumped off. Literally from Diana's words herself in yeah. a televised interview. Yeah. There's... No one should be like, oh, the royal family assassinate. Like, that's literally what they do and have been doing since the dawn of their fucking existence. Their entire seat in the fucking fake monarchy. That's all where that came from. Yeah. The royal family and the occult go hand in fucking hand. Um... We brought him up during our Britney Spears episode in the cloning centers. Like, their hands are not clean. And mm -hmm. it's always fun to be like, like, the cloning centers thing was like a little out there. But it's always fun to be like, there's got to be something going on. When your enemies start dying in like, quote unquote, car accidents mm -hmm. and heart failure. Mm -hmm. Oh, a thousand percent. Well, like, it's just, history proves it. That they've been dabbling in assassinations. Like, um, even as recent as the IRA issues. Yeah. If you think that the, the family wasn't fighting back tit for tat, you're fucking wrong. Like, I don't know why specifically now, like this family has been in power for hundreds and mm -hmm. hundreds and hundreds of years. Like. Our tiny little American brains can't even fathom how long they've been in power and reigning. Right. A single family, right? Do you think that happens because you're just nice and polite and you say please and thank you? No. Heads are fucking chopping off. That's literally, that's literally where the term comes from. And I'm glad you said that because the next reason Diana was killed, fucking blood magic. Oh, good. <laughs> Not even about, like, uh, everything that I am about to say is 100% true. I'll tell you when the blood magic shit starts happening. Okay. So, what if I told you that every single president of the United States was related except Martin Van Buren? Related? Blood related? Blood related. I mean, I would be like, that doesn't sound real. 100% <laughs> real because they are, bitch. Every single president except for Van Buren are related. In fact, these bloodlines go to a distant grandfather of all the presidents, except for Buren, which is King John Lackland uh, Plantagenet. Yes. But you all <laughs> fucking know this guy is Robin Hood, King John fools. The lovable lion in our favorite Disney cartoon was a piece of shit. And to carry on further with this, um, every single president that we have ever elected has carried European royal bloodline into office oh it doesn't surprise me isn't like isn't the sad joke like if you are like um if you're like a black person who's lived in the united states and you do like a 23 and me it all goes back to thomas jefferson yeah we're about a, to find the fuck out why he's a rapist yeah <laughs> so well it all starts with the merovingian dynasty 
which was a ruling family in the middle 5th century um, until 751, and is the beginning of what we now know is our European royal families. This is where we kind of get into the conspiracy part. In the Illuminati belief system, the 13th bloodline, which I thought was really fucking interesting when they crashed into the 13th pillar, pillar yep. blood magic, is where the Antichrist will come from, this 13th bloodline. And this bloodline believes that it has to have both blood of Jesus and Satan in its veins, as, it, as explained in this book called Be Wise as Serpents by Fritz Springmeier. And I know that most of our listeners really jump off the boat when we start talking about religious stuff. So I want to take, like, everybody absorb this part more historically rather than biblical literacy. Mm -hmm. Because there are historians who believe that Jesus was a real person who was probably just really good at magic. Yeah. That's, or, yeah. that's kind of where I align as well. I Do yeah. I believe that a Jesus of Nazareth did exist and he was a Muslim man with dark skin and dark hair? Absolutely. Yeah. Do I believe that he is probably doing some sleight of hand magic to to scam people or con people? Absolutely. Like my good old boy Aladdin, they're one and the same to me. Um, don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, so think on that route that Jesus and Satan were two men who conceptually lived on this earth. And now there's a lot that's gone into trying to track down the lineages of Jesus and Satan, including the tribe of Dan. And the tribe of Dan is a tribe that existed. It's one of the tribes of Israel that mm -hmm. we've all heard about and don't know much about. Mm -hmm. um, also, can you imagine? Tribe of Dan. I know, you could be like fucking tribe of Nazareth, motherfucker. Dan. And then it's like, I'm the tribe of Dan. I'm the tribe of Dan. <laughs> we, we live next to the tribe of Kyle. Dan is the tampon that <laughs> Charles wants to be. So, God, I can't believe they, that was their fucking <laughs> sex talk. Sick fuck. Oh my God. That sick, curdled, milk-faced fuck. <laughs> so the tribe of Dan um, were supposedly the descendants, the descendants of Cain in the famed Cain and Abel story. So the bloodline also begs the question that if America declared its independence from European monarchies, how is it possible that every single president is a descendant from one of them? We are not free from Britain and we never fucking have been because we are still ruled by British royal lines. This bloodline continues all the fuck of the way back to emperors, Babylonian kings, and even the pharaohs. And guess who would have broken this bloodline lineage? Who? The alleged baby of a pregnant Diana and a Dodi Al-Fayed. Oh, that makes sense. Um, there's a lot of really cool books um, about this, and I will post them in our group, but some of our Holy Blood, Holy Grail, The Messianic Legacy, The Temple and the Lodge, Crusaders of the Grail, The Antichrist King, The Curse of Canaan, <laughs> A Book of Beginnings, and The Prince and the Paranormal. All of these people fucking do the work. What a fucking title, man. All those. Right? What titles? I like the, the Prince of what? Was it the Prince of The what? Prince and the Paranormal. The Prince and the Paranormal. Yeah. If God, we were those men, that would have been the name of the podcast. Yeah. The Prince of the Paranormal. And then finally, the conspiracy of why they would want to kill Diana mm -hmm. is that she was going to blow the doors off the whole fucking kitty scandals that we now fully attribute to people in power. So we previously covered known pedophile Jimmy Seville and how he was portrayed in the UK and how everyone fucking loves him. Mm -hmm. Guess who his like, best friend was? Who? Prince motherfucking Charles, bitch. Well, not only that, but like... Who's, I'm gonna, everyone's gonna scream at me. Who's that fucking royal dude who was with Epstein? Oh, Prince Charles's brother? Yeah, what's his name? Prince Andrew? Prince Andrew. Yeah. Prince fucking Andrew. Like, this isn't even, a, this isn't even a conspiracy. No. 
None of this is a conspiracy. Was with fucking Jeffrey fucking Epstein on his pedophile fucking island. Yeah, and uh, Epstein, maybe he was taking the fuck out to protect the royal line. I mean, come on. So I'm gonna. I just like to call Prince Charles a wet prince. You know how people look like they're wet or Mm -hmm. like melting. Yeah. He just looks damp yeah. all the fucking time. Yeah. I so, like calling him a curdled milk face. Yeah, a curdled milk face. I just fucking hate him. That's what Ugh. he is. He's I want to cut off his weird pokey ears. God, he's he's a goblin. He's a little weird, tall, linky, skeleton goblin man. I bet, like, when he hugs you, it hurts. Absolutely. Like, you know what's true, though? Is that he and Camilla truly deserve each other. They are both absolutely like walking dog shit mm-hmm. and they the world hates them and all they have is each other's miserable rotting faces and their leathery skin and their tampon fantasies and it's like good that you all you two have is each other yeah. that's it they're like the corn and poop they just fucking suck yeah they're weird yep and you know what? I bet you can taste the smell of them. Absolutely. Just disgusting. Absolutely. They're so, they're just revolting. And it's just like, if they're, if you want to believe in an afterlife, I think the best proof of it is that when Diana left this fucking earth, she left with a curse on Charles and Camilla that they would be miserable together forever, hated by the entire universe. Mm-hmm. And I think that absolutely has come true. Amen. A fucking men. Like, for real. So, this smarmy piece of shit prince even pushed for Jimmy to be Harry's godfather. Charles had put down Seville as a potential godparent and passed the request on to his secretary, Edward Adine. And Edward was so fucking concerned with this choice that he notified the queen's mother accountant, mother's accountant, Alastair Ard, who promised him that it would be dealt with. Obviously, they ended up picking someone else named Gerald Ward and primarily the reason why it got shut down so fucking fast is diana raised such a huff and in fact she raised such a shit fit about this jimmy guy that charles was like afraid to lose their friendship and he placated him by having the bastard knighted Hmm. so these two perverts were friends with another pervert Mm -hmm. that is scraped bishop of gloucester peter bell and this guy was so fucking cool that he was even encouraging Charles to pursue his relationship with Camilla while Charles was still married to Diana. Sounds like a true religious yep. man. Sent him a slew of personal letters that were probably gross and damp. And Charles <laughs> <laughs> and Charles and Camilla. <laughs> he opens it and slime yeah, yeah, comes out like yeah. a slug. And he just rubs it into his <laughs> chest hair. God. And Charles and Camilla were so fucking grateful for his bullshit that they even had him come to their wedding in 2005. And... It had been revealed at this point that this guy was diddling child monks, like a 17-year-old monk. And when the police came to get him, guess why the fuck he didn't get arrested right away? Right away? Uh, because Charles offered him sanctuary in his house to hide from the fucking cops. Oh, that sounds just about white. Yep. Bitch. God. So, and we know, we fucking know Diana was the diamond in the rough. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that she hated these dumb fucking cucks with every fiber of her being and part of why she was so nonchalant about calling people the fuck out in interviews. God, the most, the other greatest gift of her legacy is all of these interviews, which you can see all over YouTube. You can just look up a compilation of Diana roasting the fucking royal family. It's delicious. A hundred percent. She drags them to fucking filth. 
Yeah, and this isn't even the most recent connection between Diana and child abuse slash trafficking. After the death of George Floyd in May of 2020, Anonymous, yes, that Anonymous, Mm -hmm. hacked into a bunch of government records and wrote that the death of Floyd was not even the tip of the iceberg in terms of authority figures overstepping their bounds. And the reason they found what they claimed to be reasons about the royal uh, family killing Diana It was because Diana, who, quote, visited the hospitals and care homes that Jimmy Seville was preying on at all hours of the night, consoled an Elm guest house victim and recorded um, the rape victim's testimony. And one of those victims even claimed that Diana had continued to stay in touch with them until she died. So this sounds crazy, but five years after Diana's death in 2002, The Guardian reported that Diana was indeed in possession of evidence of a rape happening on royal premises and kept it hidden from the family in a safe box at Kensington Palace. The tape itself was made by Princess Diana, who recorded that the victim, who recorded the victim, um, while he was recovering from the rape at the Priory Clinic in Roehampton. Diana was only told one person, that was her sister Sarah, about the tape. And when she tried to get her hands on it um, after Diana died and give it to the police, the entire safety box was missing from the palace. And before you chalk this up to a conspiracy, Paul Burrell, who you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. um, who was Diana's confidant and personal butler, was charged with the theft of Diana's personal items. And rumors say he was only cleared of these charges after he agreed to play ball with the royal family's demands. Diana's sister still maintains in her police correspondence that the contents of the tape that Diana made have accounts of the rape victim's testimony. When a palace spokesperson was asked about the rapes by reporters, they mentioned the inconvenience of having to speak to the personnel that who could have been involved and that they doubted that they would tell anyone anyway because it was, quote, none of their business. Mm-hmm. Pieces of shit. Always. So Always. There were other reports that were like, Diana probably faked her death. She probably killed herself. Um, but I find these to be the most credible reasons as to why mm-hmm. they would want to kill her. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, I definitely think uh, the Dodi Fayed, uh, there are the evidence of Dodi Fayed and Diana um, not only getting married, but also having a child together. Um, there's a reason why Fayed, his, like the dad, the elder Fayed, mm-hmm. Mohammed, Mohammed Fayed is like, will die screaming that they were murdered, is because he's the one who came out and said, like, they were at that hotel, my hotel that I owned, mm-hmm. because my son was getting a ring that he had just picked out in Paris, sent to the hotel, and he was planning on proposing. And Diana told me a few days prior that she was pregnant. This is all from Mohammed Fayed saying this. And this guy's no joke. He's like a billionaire. Yeah. Like, he has no prob- reason to lie. Probably eccentric, but has enough money. To protect himself from some of the bullshit. Exactly. Like, and he he's the one who came out and did this. He's arguably the reason why the investigations even happened. Um, so there's, like, serious fucking backing behind that. And when you go, okay, so what? Like, Charles is being a fucking tampon licker with Camilla. Like, why why are we concerned about Diana? And it's it goes back to those curdled bowls of oatmeal not wanting a fucking Egyptian Muslim coming into their life because he would be by proxy a part of that because yeah. and he'd be third in line technically yeah um he really would and um also like even if even as they separated diana was still a part of 
the family and she still had a title. And so she still had to show up. Mm-hmm. So now you have press pictures circulating with Charles, Camilla, known adulterers, mm-hmm. ex-wife, people's princess, with her new husband, baby daddy, Egyptian Muslim rich guy. Mm-hmm. Who are the people going to turn to? Right. Camilla and Charles are fucking cunts and they know that they're going to look to the person they adore and trust and her new partner with her children, the two princes, and then mm-hmm. assuming her new her newest child, the royal family will lose control. Well, dude, and they're going to see the, the Muslim guy dressed in a suit is a businessman. Like, yeah, it's going to blow up all the racist concepts that the royal family was trying to push, like what Muslims were. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, they're not they're not family people. They yeah. can't sit quietly at, like, dignified events. Yeah. And the, he, this guy just blew the fucking roof off of everything yeah. that they wanted to portray Muslims as. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it, like, because at the end of the day, the royal family is just imagery. And they, Charles and Camilla had ruined their image. And if Diana was alive with um, Dodi Fayed, you would have the rise of essentially what would have been a modern 2000s interracial couple of wealth and power and civility and empathy with a mixed family. Yep. Showing the world that this is, this is what true family and heart is. It's not this cookie cutter, white bread, weird shit. Look at us. Yeah. And then Prince Harry got the fuck out of there after he married Megan. Yeah. Like he was doing the same. He followed in the footsteps of his mom hard where he like was like, you know what? Fuck you. And yeah, the queen told him if they moved to Canada, she was going to cut him off. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. The moment the press turned on Harry's wife. um, Done. He was done. Yep. He cut all ties with the royal family because he knew exactly what happened when you step out of line. Yep. You know, and um. Meghan Markle is a vibrant, independent, um, charismatic woman. And what does that remind you of? Fucking Diana. Yeah. She's the people's princess. She's the people's princess. And guess what? She's not white. So she would have had the fucking wrath of the family coming down on her. And what did Harry do? He just left. He fucking left. And if that doesn't say or ring any bells to you, that this kid is a man. (laughs) This man essentially walked away from his family, the royal family, to protect his relationship with his wife and have their own family and normalcy, Mm -hmm. knowing all well that he is completely severed from the royal family. If that doesn't ring a bell, like, of of a warning sign, you're fucking deaf. Like, come on. It's so obvious. Um, And let's get into the not-so-obvious... Conspiracy theories as to what actually happened. Like, because how, I guess the question here would be, how does someone plot a car accident murder? Right. Car accidents are freak. They're accidents. No one can predict these happen. Are they? Barry Manneke? Are yeah. they? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to start off with um, Henry Paul. Henri? Henri? 
We're, I'm just gonna say Henry because just I, say Henry. We're Americans. Yeah. we can be ignorant. Yeah, we shit. dumped the tea into the harbor. I can say Henry if I want. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, so Henry Paul and MI6. Also know that there's MI5 and MI6. I think MI5 is kind of like uh, the CIA. Yeah, they hold things with one hand, and MI6 has to hold things with two hands. Yeah, exactly. MI6 is more of like the country's protection. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't understand. I guess it's like FBI versus CIA. Yeah, literally. It's yeah. like yeah. So, Mohammed Al-Fayed claims that Henry Paul was working for MI6 and that they set him up. This is backed up by a former MI6 officer, Richard Tomlinson. He said that he saw Paul's file and could confirm that he was an informant. And here's a little bit more about Richard. He truly was a former officer of the British Secret Intelligence Service, MI6. He argued that he was subjected to unfair dismissal from MI6 in 1995 and attempted to take his former employer to a tribunal, which is like the Supreme Court of Europe. MI6 refused, arguing that to do so would breach state security. Tomlinson was imprisoned under the Official Secrets Act of 1989 in 1997 after he gave a synopsis of a proposed book detailing his career with MI6 to an Australian publisher. He served six months of a 12-month sentence before being given parole. He then left the country. The book named The Big Breach was published in Moscow in 2001. The book detailed various aspects of MI6 operations, isn't alleging... It, isn't it funny, though, just to interrupt, what? that anytime somebody spills state secrets, that they go to Russia? Russia, yeah. Like, Russia is the place to protect political enemies from who's supposed to be the greatest democracies in this world. Oh, yeah. Russia. I That's know. where, like, Julian Assange fucking went. Yeah, exactly. Good it's because It's because Russia knows that what they're saying is true, yeah. that they are being hunted, and that Russia wants the secrets. Russia's, you know? like, the shitty anti-hero mm -hmm. in, like, every movie. Yeah. Like, he's, like, Russia's, like, Deadpool. Yeah. Not a hero. Kind of shitty. Yeah. But People he, love him, yeah. but don't want to look right at him. No, they're afraid. If he takes yep. off his mask, he's terrifying. Yep. But you still have a calendar of him in your living yeah. room. Yeah. Um, so the book detailed various aspects of MI6 operations, alleging that it employed a mole in the German Budensbank. <laughs> did you like that? <laughs> I did. And that it had a, quote, license to kill. The latter later confirmed by the head of MI6 at a public hearing. So, the reason why I put this in here is because the Crown likes to say Richard Tomlinson is a fucking whack job, right? Right. But why? Because he says that Diana was murdered by the family. He comes from a reputable line and his sources have been confirmed in actual public hearings where MI6 was charged. Interesting that they tear Weird. you down like straw man arguments so right? that the truth you're spitting doesn't have any value anymore. Right? Um, so this is a quote from Richard. Henry Paul was the driver of the car. He was also the security manager at the Ritz Hotel, and he was an MI6 informant. I saw his file. It's been well established that he went missing for two or three hours the night of his death. Paul made just $35,000 a year. He had nearly $250,000 in his bank account at the time of his death. Another quote. I am certain that this money originated from MI6. 
Tomlinson told a French judge in a 98 court hearing. This is speculation on my part, but if he was an MI6 informant, it would be quite normal for him to receive money. Richard Tomlinson stated that the manner in which his car crashed is similar to an MI6 file he saw that goes over an assassination plan of a foreign politician. Fuck me. So... <laughs> Slobonian Milosovic. Sounds right to Russian. me. Sounds right to me. The president of Serbia. <laughs> By staging a car crash using a powerful strobe light to blind the driver. Witnesses to the Diana crash say that they saw flashes before and after the crash in the tunnel. Tomlinson was met with criticism and constant arrests as he traveled the world trying to expose what he declared as the truth. It is important to note here, maybe unrelated and happenstance, but a plane in which he was supposed to board, but missed by two seconds, exploded in midair. So. Dude, they got like final destination shit on these people. Right? Okay. So the next pretty believable conspiracy theory is the paparazzi and the white Fiat Uno. The mysterious Fiat. The mysterious Fiat. The person driving this white Fiat was a suspect immediately after the accident, as witnesses reported that this was the car that followed Diana into the tunnel. There was also evidence on the Mercedes, Diana's car, showing that those two cars did make contact. A white Fiat Uno was owned by a notorious paparazzi named James Andenson. At the time, MI6 accepted the alibi that he was at home with his wife when the accident happened. But in 2000, Anderson told his wife he's going to the post office. His BMW is found almost 200 miles away from his home by a farmer. The BMW was engulfed in flames inside of a forest. Anderson's body was inside with two bullet holes to the head, one of them being to his left temple. His head was separated from his body, found in between the two front seats. This death was claimed to be ruled as a suicide. Claims say that he was an MI6 informant. And let's get back to that Fiat. It was eventually found. Witnesses say that the Fiat leaving the scene had some sort of muffler issue. Anderson's Fiat was sold shortly after the death of Diana. The new owner said that the first thing they had to do was fix the muffler. Aw, oh, fucking plot thickens, bitch. I want to stop here real quick um, and point out, like, I don't know if you've noticed in all these conspiracy theories, we keep having to say witnesses. Um, but this should be like, hmm, what? Because the UK is known for all of their CCT- CCTV cameras. Yeah, it's fucking big brother over there. Big brother. Um, specifically in this tunnel where the accident happened, there were more than 14 cameras that could have caught the crash. Not a single one of them was working or on at that time. Oh, interesting. Isn't it funny how that works? And, um, those are, I just wanted to cover those main two because literally there are 175, but also in that, I hope we also grab the, like, uh, her... The, the shitty medical care that she received mm-hmm. also being kind of like a thing. Um, but mainly the two that kind of have the fact that like 
So the thing with the Fiat is that they think he was, he was an MI6 informant. They told him to bump the car to help, you know, mm-hmm. speed, like, bump the car, get them off kilter, causing the accident. You could also intertwine here that, like, the strobe lights were also being used at the same time. Right. Or people so, were taking photos before the crash even happened, almost as if they knew about it. Yeah, literally. Literally. Um, and they're like, you know, hit it and hit it and fucking go. Hit it and fucking hit quit it. Hit it and fucking go, and we'll, we'll get you from here. And then a few years later, he's found in his car on fire in the middle of a forest with his head, not only with two fucking bullet holes in it, but detached from his fucking body. Yeah, isn't that weird how, like, all these suicides? How do you suicide yourself and then light your car on fire? How do you suicide yourself by a shot in the left temple and decapitate your head? Honestly, it's... It's also interesting that we got two mystery cars Mm -hmm. that caused crashes Mm -hmm. in people, either Diana or Diana's boyfriend. Yeah. It's... I don't know, man. It... Too many things, both with the former MI6 agent, with the Fiat, with the driver. Too many things are lining up. Also, I should say, back to, like, the driver. So some people believe that he was um, an informant with MI6. He was set up. Mm -hmm. And by set up, he thought he was doing a specific job. He ends up becoming a victim. Um, and then they swap out his body or swap out the test, which is why we would have that 30% carbon monoxide showing up in the blood. It's so easy to fake, too. Yeah. Just put it down that that's what was in the blood. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, how many, how many coincidences have to happen before we go, okay, this is no longer a coincidence? How, like, how many? Because it feels like at every single turn in the story of Diana's death from how the accident happened to how her body or how she was treated, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. and how her body was handled afterwards. All of it is suspicious as fuck. And it also doesn't make sense. Like I saw when my sister got transferred from McKady up to the U and the care that they take to transport a body that doesn't have physical, like any physical industry, like injuries to it. Right. Mm -hmm. It was like technically like a coma, the amount of care that they put into that. And, uh, the police were involved in helping like do escorting and everything. Mm -hmm. Like they don't fucking joke around. And I'm sure that laws are a lot different than, than they were now. And now we have like the infamous, like bystander laws where if you witness something you technically have to help if you can was Mm -hmm. because of princess diana of people like not helping her Mm -hmm. but um i don't buy that it takes them like what the requisite one and she gets seen at 3 a.m yeah what the fuck happened in those two hours yeah of care and do they not have like a list of standard of care because like if you have a baby in the hospital and they let you hold your baby, they put that in the standard of care chart saying that you got skin to skin contact. They yeah. fucking chart everything. Yeah. It, and honestly, like going back to um, the timeline of things. So you have a doctor on scene, right? Mm-hmm. 
before the ambulance even shows up. And he says she's conscious. There are no visible wounds to her. And she's speaking. Right. Um, uh, maybe a reported leg injury by her saying, I think my leg's broken or something like that. Um, when Diana's belongings were returned back to her family, soaked in blood. Soaked in blood to the point where they received the bag, didn't even realize there were clothes inside because it was stained in blood. What happened between the actual accident in which bystanders and doctors were at observing her yeah and the hospital right like what and dare i say rule of thumb is you shouldn't move people um but if she was sitting up and speaking and there was smoke coming out of the car the 100 percent first thing that that doctor would have done is get her the fuck out of the car mm-hmm. um for her if she was that soaked, even if she was that soaked in blood at that point, like immediate care mm-hmm. is also priority. Yeah. Also, where's that coming from? Yeah. And so the fact that doctor would have 100% known how to act. And if he left her in the car because she was sitting up and speaking, then obviously she was in such a case where she didn't have to be moved. Like yeah. the first thing that I learned when I got uh, my first aid certification was like priority number one is you get them safe Mm -hmm. and it's just so weird to me i'm like oh yeah if a car's on fire that takes precedent getting them out of it because they might have a head injury they might have a neck injury but whatever like get them the fuck out Mm -hmm. so she was up and talking yeah if your heart dislodges in your chest and you're bleeding that much you're going to be passed the fuck out yeah you're not going to be conscious enough to have coherent conversations yeah yeah it's it is just one thing after another looking one into this thing after um, fucking you know another. truly and it's just like it to me because there literally were so many fucking conspiracy theories that had enough basis and truth that mm-hmm. investigations were done about them is this just another case of purposeful disinformation right you it's like you did the one thing, right? Mm-hmm. You dropped that one bullet. Yep. But then you open the case and you drop the rest. And everyone's so busy chasing all of them that no yep. one realizes or even sees which one's the originating one. And at the end of the day, it just seems like madness Dude, case of stray fucking bullets with no fucking story. the Antarctica of people. <laughs> she is. Like, it always comes back to Antarctica. It always comes back to the royal fucking family. Yeah. They took her out. There's no way... I just don't believe, I authentically do not believe that they did not have some hand in it. Mm -hmm. Um, Can I buy that she died in the car accident? Sure. That's not the part where I'm hung up. It's it just where there's smoke, there's fire. And I think that she got got in a way that was similar to how her boyfriend got got. And nothing you can say can convince me that if they didn't get her at that point, that they wouldn't have gotten her in the future because they were slowly cleaning house and Mm -hmm. she knew it. Yeah. And she gave live interviews about it. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't even quiet about it at that point. No, she gave live interviews about it. She left written notes saying, if something happens to me and she almost predicted it to a T what, you know, like it, it's, if I say, Hey, if something happens to me, it's this. It's this person. And then yeah. something happens to me. I hope to God you fucking 
scour the ends of the earth to I'll make just sure have to kill him, that's man. the point. You just know? to be careful. Yeah, you just got to. If you're like, I think that my partner's going to kill me and then you die. You're like, guess what? I Hello, I have the suspect. I'm the new mysterious fucking car running <laughs> his ass off the road. Yeah. yeah. Or, no, he, or I'm cutting his head off yeah. with like a dull knife yeah. and then lighting his car on fire so everyone thinks it's a suicide. Yeah, because you know, that's how you I'm that. You do that. I'm the MI6 of America. Yeah. The FBI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, honestly, um, what I would, my takeaway of uh, the death of Diana is uh, I believe that there is no conspiracy that nefarious things happened that led to that accident. I, I don't believe that's a conspiracy. Um, what exactly happened by who? That's where yeah you you can uh you know or the why between the lines yeah or the why even i think there are so many whys that at this point it's just a yes i think the blood magic thing is the most fun for sure absolutely i I just think her moving on uh with a guy who had enough money to be an actual contender against the crown Mm. was the main reason oh absolutely like if if i'm taking my conspiracy theory hat off and saying what's the most logical and reasonable, it's absolutely that, like, Diana and Dodi Fayed would have been, and and her blood children and their half-child would have been the new face that would take down the monarchy. Yeah. Single-handedly. 100%. And it would be an interracial couple at the helm of Muslim-Egyptian man and a divorced princess. Yep. The, the heroes we needed. Yeah. But they would not give us. Exactly. Like the, the fucking family could not handle that because what do they have to contend with? The wet, damp. Exactly. Tampon obsessed piece yep. of shit couple. Yeah. That. That. Ugh. Tampon tea. Like I bet they have to put a tarp face. down on all furniture they sit on because <laughs> they're just oozing bullshit and yeah. sweat. And not even like sweat sweat. That like damp crappy sweat. Like. That you get on your hands where it's like a moist film. The swamp ass. Yeah, they're just swampy. Yeah, it's 103 degrees. It's humid. Your your AC went out. You have a hairy butthole. They're under boob sweat. No, they're like fat roll sweat. Like when I lean forward and I get real nervous. And then I lean back and I can feel Mm -hmm. it. When I yell too much and I like my shirt, you can tell that it's wet in like distinctive lines where my (laughs) fat rolls are. That's Charles and Camilla. Yeah. They're the dampen crevasses mm-hmm. in you the know, a- accumulated fat and skin that I, I have saw, collected on my body. I saw a miserable video of someone taking a microscope flashlight lens and putting it in a belly button and finding a live spider deep inside of there. Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah, they're, <laughs> That's what they are. They're not even the spider. They're the shit the spider <laughs> is like collected to make that place a home. Yep. Um, so anyway, uh, rest in peace, Diana forever. Uh, the Princess of Wales, they tried to take away her title um, in her death. Uh, don't let them. Fuck them. She's the people's princess, always will be. Um, uh, the queen can go fuck herself. I hope that her corgis escape and live a life with some lesbian with me. couple on a cottage Not farm. a lesbian couple, but they can come hang out. But wouldn't that be great, though? That would they be just great. release into the English countryside. where Like, this, a, like a brown lesbian couple. Yeah. Oh, that'd be just this cottage core lesbian couple takes them. 
And um, I hope Camilla and Charles both die of ass cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I hope one of them gets ass cancer and then the other one gets mouth cancer from eating their swampy <laughs> ass. And pink eye. I hope they God. both get pink eye. They're human pink eye. They That's all they are. Eye. Like, all they of are. the worst things. They are. They're like when you're scratching something and you're like, is that a fucking lump? That feeling. Yeah. Is Charles yeah. and Camilla. And just in case you were wondering if they're still pieces of shit and they're, and know for a fact that they're completely unredeemable. Um, there was a, like, right before COVID, they, there was like a, they went to Alaska, I think. Uh-huh. And oh, it was, gross. or maybe it was like Canada. We I, kicked their asses out in the 1700s. <laughs> Stay the fuck out. Some, some, um, they were at some like Native American, or I'm not sure if it was Native American, but like Native kind yeah. of um, meeting. And they did this like whole performance for them to like welcome them, like for coming and talking to them and seeing what their culture was about. And it included like a song and dance performance. And, and like, Charles took out a used tampon and ate it like <laughs> corn on the fucking cob. He sniffed it. Yeah. He just <laughs> yeah. Um, even worse than what they were totally, they were absolutely doing that behind the scenes. But him and Camilla are sitting next to each other laughing looking at each other laughing, trying to, like, hold in laughs because they're doing, like, this native throat singing. Oh, and they think it's funny. And they think like it's the funny. Yeah. They're like, oh, we should really consider uh, taking these people over yeah. and annexing them for Britain. Yeah, I'm just like, God, you guys, you're laughing at their culture as you, what, eat, like, shriveled, brined liver and ass cheeks. Oh, uh, and then they, fucks. like, take it out of their teeth. Yeah. But they're gross two long yellow fingernails right there's out here not believing in dentistry i bet camilla like scuttles up the wall and like <laughs> turns her head around like a full 180 and just <laughs> and yeah. charles just comes all over the fucking bed <laughs> but oh instead of instead of like ejaculate just goes this is the cloud of smoke. <laughs> so it's gross. Dust, just dust. Like if you go into an old haunted house and you blow on a fucking bookshelf and all the dust yeah. comes out. That's yeah. what it's like. Oh god. god. It's disgusting. I hate them. You you are a bunch of used tampons. <laughs> Have fun flushing yourself down the toilet. Also, can we just remember that? That they described flushing a used tampon down the toilet and that like turned them on. Yeah. And so, they were like and she was like, touch my tit. <laughs> Oh God. God. I just fear that our partners are I don't know if uh, yours listens to this, but mine does, and now I'm scared that he's just gonna like touch in the tit and like just poke me right in the nipple. (laughs) And it's gonna hurt so bad, and then I'm gonna have to think about Charles and Camilla even more than I have ever wanted to. And just a pro tip, if anyone says they wanna be a tampon inside of your vagina, I'm not trying to kink shame, but remember that that's what Charles said to Camilla and you should immediately Get out of there. Yeah. Get Any kink that you're into that Charles and Camilla are also into makes you a bad person. It does make you a bad person. I don't write the rules. I'm just telling you them. Um, so anyway, that's that. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, fuck Charles and Camilla. Um, yeah. And I, you know what? This is, this is going to be a hail Diana. I agree. Hail Diana and hail her little baby that would have broken down the walls of all of no monarchy suppression yeah i hope you get ass cancer charles and mouth cancer camilla you piece of shit <laughs>